no, please don't get married at the age of 20. Anything. anything. Women can't, women can't, women can't parlay. Hello, Hello. all you football fans out there. (laughs) Including us. Yes. Welcome back to Women Can't Parlay. I'm Jess. And I am Rainy. And this is episode 45, I think. Like, Wow. So crazy. Coming up so close to like our one year. Um, But football's back and week one did not disappoint. There's so much to get into. I can't even, it's so hard to even gather all my thoughts, like so many different things scattered amongst my brain everywhere. Oh, same. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, you just need to just go do it and then things will come. I know. I'm just like, I'm so like, I can't, like, I'm like, we're going to talk about a thousand different things and then I'm going to forget 900 more, you know, like I want to cover all the top things. Oh, but I can't complain because it's back and I'm excited. So same. Um, before we get into all that, though, a couple things. One, I was going to give a update on our state bingo card because <laughs> we have now covered Alabama and New Mexico. Awesome. It worked. All, the only three states we have left are Wyoming and both of the Dakotas. So Wyoming, North Dakota, <sighs> South Dakota. We need your assistance please listen to our podcast so we can yes knock out our entire state bingo card dang okay <laughs> oh that's so good we got new mexico what's up and alabama that's crazy i know yeah i was like how did that happen like in a matter of a week but i don't I know. know i love it um, yeah we can maybe get the because, other three maybe because our um maybe because we assigned with dimers Oh, yes. Dimers. Thank you. Um, Which speaking of really quick, maybe we should just start covering like Wyoming sports and like, I don't know what's in North and South Dakota, like wheat or something, but we could definitely talk about them more maybe and then post about them and tweet and then maybe. Yeah, because I do think that's kind of how like we've gotten a few of these straggler states like we recently, you know, talked about Alabama for college and then um, I don't really know about New Mexico. Maybe we did New Mexico. I don't know. Uh, but Alaska too. Remember, I was like, oh, I bet it's oh, yeah. we about Lydia Jacoby. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll have to start start throwing in some, you know, Wyoming and Dakota shit as well. Let's do it. Come on, guys. <laughs> Let's do it before our year anniversary. Yeah, and we're like right on the cusp, like mathematically, to hit ten thousand listens hopefully borrow one year. So that's okay. another goal we need to hit is okay. try to get all 50 states and 10,000 listens before I'm just going to say October 31st. Okay. I'm going to say Halloween. Cause I think our first episode was like released on like October 28th or something. And like okay. our teaser might've been like right before that. So we'll just give ourselves a little bit of a little bit cushion. of a, a cushion of like cool. October 31st. Cool. I'm into that. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's make that happen. I love it. But yeah. So maybe Dimers is giving us a little bit of exposure, a little extra exposure. Do you want to tell everyone about Dimers? I absolutely can. And this is just a little uh, news, recent news, but Dimers.com has teamed up with online sports book Twin Spires as the official season launch 
content partner to kick off the NFL season. Uh, they were established in 1996 for horse racing. Twin Spires, formerly known as Bet America, is owned by the famous Churchill Downs. Sportsbook, which launched in 2018, has since brought under the Twin Spires name to provide American bettors with the complete sports betting, horse racing, and casino platform. It's a rough day for me, just FYI. <laughs> uh, but not for dimers.com because this is currently available in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Tennessee, with New Jersey launching shortly. Twin Spires are currently offering dimers.com readers a $1,000 risk-free bet upon sign-up. To sign up and to support this podcast in the process, head to our official page, dimers.com slash women can't parlay. Click on the Twin Spires link and follow the prompts to sign up. Please and thank you. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah, so please head over to dimers.com slash women can't parlay. Check it out. Really awesome stuff. I know it's a new partnership. I haven't gotten a chance to look into it at all, but it sounds pretty cool. And God damn it, Texas. Like, where are we at on that? Like, what the hell? We need to like, do we need to do some sort of like, State capital tour, a petition too. Like, like, like what do we? What do we gotta do? What do we gotta do? I mean, my uncle is like a politician, so like you would think I have a connection. Well, do let's we start can with we do him? Like, let's let's set up a meeting with him. Let's do it and ask all the questions, and let's also present like an ROI from other states that have brought betting into their realm. Yeah, it's nuts. Okay. The hundreds of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Come on, guys. Let's get <sighs> and I'm it. also tired of missing out on all these cool fucking promos. Okay. Yeah. No shit. I'd take a thousand dollar betting risk, credit risk right now. Free bet. Hell yeah. yeah risk free bet. Come on. Yeah. No, totally. I mean, we're just losing money every day <sighs> and Texas cool. is losing money and I'm losing money. So like, <sighs> let's get this together. Yeah. Let's get the show on the road. People. We don't want to be last last place. Well, no, I was going to say something else. Yeah. Last place is the worst loser. So come on. Yeah. Well, surely we'll be Utah to the <laughs> gambling. <laughs> you know what? Face. These days you don't, I don't know. I yeah. can't say that in full confidence. Good call. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah, we have to apologize. Cause like rainings just coming off a trip. I'm about to go <laughs> on a trip. We are like travel crazy right now. I know we always say we're crazy and we are, we're not lying, but it's just going to be <laughs> extra shit this week that we are like trying to get our lives together here. We are extra hectic. What? No, I just said a little extra hectic. That's all. A little bit, a little bit. Um, <laughs> we are recording on Monday, which is not our normal day. Normally we record on Tuesdays, but due to scheduling conflicts, we are recording Monday evening-ish. Um, so we will not be reporting on Monday night football. Sorry. We will, you know, talk about anything that happens in our next podcast if we need to, but, um, I don't know. I think it'll be a good game. I'm interested to see like how the Ravens handle all of their injuries, but I also think, you know, like we talked about last week, I think the Raiders shouldn't be underestimated, especially early on in the season. They kind of have proven that they, usually contend pretty early on and then just like implode like mid to two thirds of the way through the season. Um, I personally took the Raiders money line tonight. I just felt like the, I'm sorry, did I say Ravens Raiders money line? I took Raiders money nine plus one seventy. So, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. I just felt like 
Um, I felt like a lot of the public was on the Ravens and with everything they're going to, I just didn't feel confident with that. And I think people are underestimating the Raiders, but we'll see. I'll be excited to watch that after we get done, but we will not be reporting on it at all. Yes. Cool. And also if you are, if you have been or are from Scottsdale, Arizona, please DM me all of your requests, not requests, wrong thing. (laughs) Strike that, reverse it. All of your uh, recommendations. So bachelorette party, bars, things to do. I need to know all the things. I will be there very, very soon. So hit me up, hit me up. Help my girl out. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, let's get into it because there's so freaking much to cover this week. Like yeah, I, I mean, like, I think I've said this a thousand times. I do not know where to start, um, but we are going to start with college football just to kind of like run through a little bit of what went down week two. Week two was not that not as, you know, exciting. I would say a lot of the matchups, at least like from my vantage point, I felt like were large spreads, like big blowouts, you know, yeah. not like crazy good big conference matchups or anything like we've kind of seen early on this season. Um, But one of the biggest, one of the big headlines to come out of this week is Ohio state loses to Oregon state 35 to 21. Yeah. I mean, Ohio state, you know, their defense is just so bad and it's crazy because this, you know, this new quarterback, uh, CJ Stroud, like he's, you know, I, I feel like he struggled last week and I mentioned that, but you know, when you look at his numbers, he's really putting up fairly decent numbers, particularly in this game, put up 484 yards passing three touchdowns and they still fucking lost, you know? So like that sucks. Cause it does sound like at least this game, he, you know, is getting work done, but their defense just is pretty, pretty abominable right now. And, yeah. you know, can't win I games think, without a defense at all. I don't care. I mean, what no, says. God, no. You know, I think with Ohio State and their fans, I think that, you know, last year was interesting. And you brought up a good point last week about, you know, how they kind of only played so many games and got to the college football championship and then uh, or got to the national championship and then, you know, kind of fell apart a little bit. And Alabama just blew the water out of the game, but um, or blew them out of the water. Fuck. It all, it made sense anyway. Did it? Did it? Uh, I'm just like, God bless. I got to go already. I think maybe um, our brains are just on the same level. So I just, it doesn't matter. You're, you're picking up what I was laying down. Yes, absolutely. Our brains are on the same wavelength and that does yeah. not equal productivity right now. No, <laughs> not at all. It's just like mush everywhere. Just mush brain. Um, yes. uh, fuck where even was I? So yeah, I mean. I think Oklahoma State, really? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we were done. Maybe we're done. (laughs) This podcast has been brought to you by dimers.com. It's been great. It's been real. Goodbye. (laughs) Oh, my God. I wasn't even going to talk about Oklahoma State this fucking week. They fucking barely beat Tulsa. Good God. (laughs) Oh, God. Wait, what? Like. How dare us try and record a podcast on a Monday and think that we'd get by? I have like, no clue what we were thinking. The fuck uh, but I have to go to, I'm going to a Rangers game tomorrow for my work, which is ridiculous <laughs> because the Rangers are in like second to last place. The season's basically over and it's been over for months. 
um, the formality of their last few games is all we have to get through and I have to go tomorrow. So um, I should have declined that offer. Oh, well. I am networking, I guess. I don't know. At least I'll be in a suite with free booze and free food. Oh, no, that's what's up. Like, you yeah. know, and I haven't been to the new, I haven't been to the new stadium yet. So that was like another main reason. Oh, I got to call and make sure I have free Lexus parking shit, parking. I got to do that tomorrow. I got to email myself right now. You should, you should Uber yourself with free alcohol. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> but you can, just, you can just plan your Uber too. Yeah, that's true. I don't think it would be that far from my office. It's not. It wasn't that. These far are from all me. things that I should not be planning on this podcast right now, <laughs> but I am <laughs> because right. this is how many minutes or seconds I've had to think about anything. And here we are. Anyway, let's get back to the matter at hand. <laughs> I wasn't even correcting you at that point. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm just like Jesus Christ. Okay, Ohio <sighs> fucking state. We got this, Lord. Okay, Ohio State. Yes, they lost to Oregon State. I think a lot of their fans just really thought like last year was a good year, but this year was going to be a great year. It's Mm -hmm. not looking great. Y'all might want to go back to the drawing board and figure some shit out. However, I do think people are looking at Oregon State and not giving them enough credit. They certainly were not getting enough credit as a 14-point underdog when that line was set. And they really are not a bad football program. They're just in the Pac-12, which never gives anyone credit for that. And they're really breathing some life back into the Pac-12. So, uh, But I think this is kind of like nice to see. I think, um, you know, it'll shift some things around. And I do think Oregon deserves more credit than they're getting for this game. So crazy loss of there from Ohio state. Sorry about you, Ohio state fans, but it just is not looking like your year, not to say that it's completely dead and over, but y'all got to, you have some, yeah, you got to pull some, some tricks out the hat and get it figured out. Um, and quick. Yeah. Sooner than later. (laughs) Yeah. Um, one of the next bigger headlines of this weekend was North uh, Notre Dame. <laughs> also North Dakota. North Dakota. Let's just pretend North Dakota is Notre Dame. So maybe we'll get somebody to listen out of North Dakota. Like, <laughs> should we even keep going at this point? I'm kind of nervous too. I have the whole week one to get there for the NFL. <laughs> No way we're making the first quarter. No, no oh way. God. Okay. Oh, Notre, Notre Dame, Dame versus Notre Dame. Toledo. Give me, give me the, the stats. Well, they almost opinion. lost to Toledo. They ended up pulling it out at the very end, um, but it was an excellent game. Toledo played really well and Notre Dame did not. So it's really the same thing. We have a national, you know, championship yeah. contender of last year. At least, you know, they were one of the top four. And they look like fucking shit. Like they are not playing well this year either. They're really kind of in that same place as Ohio state. I feel like everyone was expecting them to do much better. They're really not looking great. The only difference is Notre Dame has squeezed out two wins, whereas Ohio state's now one and one. So, um, I mean, again, same thing here. I don't really have a lot of specifics through the game. Like I said, it was a really good game. I took Toledo. Thank God. Thank you for that money. One of, <laughs> I mean, um, but Notre Dame really has got a lot of work to do as well if they think they are going to compete at all this year. So yeah. Yeah. very similar story there. Um, another interesting game was Florida State, Jacksonville State, yeah. which 
Um, this was just like a crazy loss final play of the game. Um, and Florida state, man, like just poor coaching again, second game in a row with just crazy bad play calling and, and like just losing at the very end and a very winnable game, a game that you should have won. You absolutely should have won that game. Funny. What? No, I just said I was shocked to see that one. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially with the way that they played against Notre Dame last week, like, I mean, Florida state is not a bad football team. They just literally, and again, I'm blaming the coach for a lot of it are just imploding at the final like minutes of the game and losing it's nuts. I mean, the, the, the fact that they didn't really defend that last play at all is just like, it. I, you're just kind of like, what are y'all doing out there? Yeah. Uh, kind of like the score, like the final score was right. It was a right. close they, score at the end of the game. So yeah, like they hadn't won the game at that point. Like, yeah, you're fighting right now. What's happening? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, it was weird. Very odd. Yeah. And um, it's just a bad loss. I mean, those are two losses that easily could have been W's and they, you know, it's unfortunate. So yeah, another, a big game out of this weekend, Texas losing to Arkansas 40 to 21. Yikes. Barf. I was really sad about this one. I mean, obviously we've talked about our college allegiances on this podcast before. We don't really have great ones. And the ones that we do have, no one really knows their names or cares about them in football, (laughs) like UNT for me, Austin college for you. But we, you know, in terms of like big programs, like I know I lean a little bit more Texas Longhorn in terms of like the Texas colleges. And I also can be a realist about it. Unlike some of my like close friends and family where like, I get, they are probably like a pretty overrated program. And there's a lot of people who say a lot of things about Texas and I think they have a legitimate, you know, argument, but it doesn't take away from the fact that they are like a very well run organization in college and they have a large recruiting opportunity and a large recruiting base. Now why they can't ever seem to make something come of that. I don't understand. And I think that's a lot of people's like gripe and I agree with them. And this is a prime example. They have an amazing week one. They come out, they look awesome. And I'm finally again, well, not finally, I'm like once again, sucked into the trap and I'm like, Hey, they actually might get something done this year. Like I like them. I avoided betting them week one, took them minus seven thinking, of course, they're going to be, you know, Arkansas. They looked amazing week one and nope, they look fucking awful. And Arkansas, I mean, I'm not saying they're a bad team, but they're not a great team. And Texas has no, Texas should have been able to beat them. Absolutely. They have no business losing to Arkansas, especially when you take week one into consideration and maybe you shouldn't take that much heat to week one because everyone's hyped up and it's, you know, the beginning of the year. And I think that's true. However, this is just, it's really getting inexcusable at this point. Like what is going on? And they just can't seem to string together like two wins ever, like consecutively, you know, like let's it's, it's just getting really sad. So well, and um, isn't that what they're about to jump into the SEC? So like, well, exactly. I mean, out. yeah, they've got about, you know, what, four more years to figure out how the fuck they're going to compete with the teams in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Um, so me. But yeah, so well, very like, concerning things out of Texas there. Um, 
And Arkansas, I mean, maybe I'm not giving them enough credit, but maybe they'll surprise us this year. But I don't think that they are that great of a football team and Texas has no business losing to them. So, well, the entire state of Arkansas, like, like just crashed the field afterwards. Oh, I know. I've never seen so many people in my life. Like, I don't even know where the field starts or ends. I don't. Yeah. I think they're having to reconstruct it today or this week. I know. I've never not wanted to be to be somewhere more than that stadium <laughs> in that very moment. The field goal post, I think, came down, and uh, the whole state might be burned to the ground at this point. I don't know. They're very excited, as they should be. Yeah. I mean, totally. It's an impressive win for them, for sure. It's a rivalry game that you know, kind of one of those like random rivalries that have built over the few over over the years. But yeah. I mean, they should be proud of like the way they played and beating Texas, like. But I don't know that it really means anything for the rest of their season because, like, Texas yeah. played awful. I mean, they played, like, absolute shit. Yeah. Um, we'll have to see how that plays out. Because it is we'll hard, try, too. Yeah. It's, it's hard to look at a game like that and just say, like, and I think we'll get into this when we talk about Dallas and Tampa later. But, like, it's like when Texas plays so bad, it's hard to say that Arkansas is good or bad, even compared to week one, because it is, A, so early in the season, and B, it's hard to play a team that's playing shitty sometimes or yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's hard to say like, are they playing really good or are they just fucking up so bad? It's making them look better. Like there's just really no way to say with 100% certainty, like Arkansas doesn't stand a chance this year. They could, we'll see. I just never saw this coming. I took Texas minus seven thinking like it was easy, you know, not, you know, not a lock, but like, I thought they should be able to do that. And I was dead wrong, but they also didn't play near as well as they did week one. So yeah, that's just nuts. Um, But I think the moral of the story here is for college to kind of like wrap it up a little bit. This is going to be a great year for college football. Yeah. Obviously, Alabama's still a problem, and they always will be, and that's just the name of the game. But they haven't exactly played any one of, like, huge substance yet either, so it'll be interesting when they play, like, a top-five team and we can see some real competition. Yeah. But aside from, like, just assuming Alabama's going to, like, steamroll everyone, it is wide fucking open in college yeah. football right now. I mean, yeah. Oregon moved to top four today. We've got... You know, Cincinnati coastal are in there. Um, I mean, the top 25 a people is like, I mean, it's just nothing like you would have thought. So it's very interesting to see. Um, You've got teams like Texas A&M who almost lost to Colorado this past weekend, and they're still in the top 10. I think they're ranked seventh. So it's just like, I mean, it's madness right now. I mean, nobody knows which end is up. Oh, I guess. There was Iowa, Iowa State. That was a great game. Iowa ended up winning, but a lot of people were on state for that game. So um, that was a huge kind of like rivalry game. And um, so I think it's just going to be a really good year for college because, you know, last year I felt like we kind of knew the top four, like most of the season and like who you're who your big contenders were. And this year I have no fucking idea. Granted, we're only in week two, but it's like, it's still wild. It's still wild. And like a lot of these big contender teams are losing to like not contender teams at all. So we've got a long way to go. And I think, uh, I think it'll be, I think it'll be a fun year. Yeah. Um, There was a funny situation out of the Miami app state game. 
<laughs> I don't know if you saw that. The cat. I did. I did. How did it even get up there? Did I have no that? fucking idea, but it like Mufasaing off that fucking <sighs> upper deck. And then like the crowd's not even watching the game anymore. Everyone is yeah. just like focused Crowded on the cat. Around. Yeah. And then for it to fall and those guys below to catch it with the flag and everything like hilarious, hilarious, so hilarious. Yeah. Oh my God. I was dying laughing. I know. I'm like, I'm very impressed with this cat, by the way, but like, I need to know its origin. Like, I, yeah, I don't, I don't really understand what happened there. Like, where did it come from? And then how did it end up in the upper deck, like hanging on for dear life? Yeah. It was so wild, but yeah, I was like, I love those games though. Right. Where like a cat runs onto the field or like some dumb yeah. shit happens. It's like, you're not ever going to Yeah, that. The antics from the crowd are always the best. Always. And then there was, I forgot to mention in the Florida state game, like a guy proposed to his girlfriend, oh, like on the field after the loss with like the Jacksonville, like team celebrating behind them. That was kind of odd. But he That's a, not a good plan. <laughs> oh, good I don't plan. know what the plan was, but I think I'm actually going to give him a little bit of credit because I saw today briefly in the two seconds that I've been on Twitter today, I saw where he was like quote tweeting, you know, like all the big media places, like making fun of him. And he's like, here's our registry, like crate and barrel. Like if you want to buy <laughs> us a gift or if you want to be invited to the wedding. So I'm like, you know, that's actually hilarious. So like props to him. Like I kind of want to buy them a wedding gift. <laughs> yeah. That's actually really funny and genius because a bunch of people will. Exactly. Exactly. A hundred percent. But I just got to say, and we won't say anything more about this, but like college people, what are we thinking? You're too young. to. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. We don't have time to get into that, but no, please don't get married at the age of 20. 20- Anything. Anything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, please save your lives. Like, enjoy your lives. Have fun. You can always have kids later. Like, you're you're 20 years old. You do not know what the fuck you are even doing with your life or what life even is. And like, I'm sorry if that sounds pretentious yeah. or something, but like, whatever. Like, just just I, I know too many people who got married at 21 and like they hate their lives. Like they absolutely hate everything about their lives. (laughs) Yeah. Either don't do it at all. Or if you are going to do it, then like, just don't forget to continue to live it, live your life. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Maybe we shouldn't put it all on marriage. It's just like, it's, you know, first comes marriage, then comes the kids. And then before you know it, you've like missed out on so many things. Everything. And you have kids anyway, we we won't get it. We we don't have, yeah. Yeah. But those are our opinions, by the way. Yeah. Those are our opinions. And if you want (laughs) to come to a podcast where we will talk about football, random movies, a bunch of dumb Mm -hmm. shit that makes no sense. And two women who have no plans of getting married or having children. This is your place. We're your peeps. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Um, One quick note on college and then we'll move on. Um, I was I happened to like be looking at a couple things today when I was looking at like the bet for tonight's Monday night football game. And like, I noticed that the line for Cincinnati, Indiana next week, it just like kind of makes no sense to me. It's currently at three and a half. So Cincinnati being the favored team at minus three and a half, Mm -hmm. that is just extremely low to me. Indiana lost to Iowa by like a very hefty margin and Iowa's ranked under Cincinnati. So like, I just don't know. Maybe I'm missing something and maybe I'm not giving Indiana enough credit, but I think this is a, and and I think somebody commented this on our Twitter, but I think Cincinnati, once again, go figure 
not getting near enough credit for their strength and for their Mm -hmm. talent. And because Indiana is a big 10 school, they're getting this like automatic, like, you know, huge push in the, in the line. So um, I just don't see how Cincinnati doesn't win that game much less by like at least three and a half points. So I think that that is a really good value, at least from my perspective. So uh, hands up, like maybe I'm wrong, but like I'm taking that and I'm taking that today before it moves. So, or I took it today before it moves. So, um, so just wanted to notate that anyway, in F L yes, it's here. Yes. (laughs) Oh my God. I can't believe it. Okay. You know, we're starting with Thursday, you know, we're starting with Thursday and you know what we're going to talk about. Not just because it's in chronological order. (laughs) No, because it's fucking Dallas Cowboys and we fucking almost beat the Bucks. (laughs) What? What? And that's first and foremost, someone asked me today, oh man, are they like, how are you? I'm like, oh, good. Just, you know, catching up, whatever. And they're like, yeah, are you still mad about that loss on Thursday? And I was like, mad about what? When? I was never mad for one second about this loss. And people might say like, oh, it's such a cowboy fan thing, but I'm telling you, I'm sorry if we're just a little, cause I won't even say Tampa. Yeah. They had some turnovers, but like, that's not because they played shitty. We played really good fucking defense and really good. Yes. offense. So yes. We're just like a little, like just not as good as the reigning Super Bowl fucking champs without one of our best players. The first game of the year. Yeah. Cool with that. Yes. Ain't mad about one motherfucking thing. Not even Greg Zerline, because come at me if somebody wants to get after my boy, because he is not the reason we lost. Okay, I'm a little mad at Greg Zerline. Well, I wasn't thrilled, okay? I want to always win, but he's not the the only reason we lost that game. We are definitely not the only. Prescott also threw an interception at a not opportune time. This is not his fault either. Like, it's a combination of things always. Granted, he has one job and he needs to do it. So, like, let's... Let's get it going, Greg. (laughs) Uh, For sure. And I agree. Like I, all of those thoughts, like I did see a lot of people being like, oh, Cowboys, like, are you mad? Are you sad? Are you whatever? I'm like, no, bitch. I am fucking peachy fucking keen after that game. And I'm with you. There's a lot of people not giving Dallas enough credit. Go fucking figure talking about how Tampa played like shit. I'm not saying they played great, but I'm with you. I think a lot of that was due to the pressure put on them. The situations that they were in because of Dallas. I agree wholeheartedly. I don't think that we are getting enough credit at all for the, the way that we played both, not only offensively, but defensively, which everyone said was going to be fucking trash this year once again. And we are not. And I am just like, so excited to see where we head this year. Like the delusion, the delusion (laughs) is like, I've been screaming. I've been saying it. And like now I'm booking my ticket to the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> you have been, and you can continue. I'm still, I'm still staying in my lane right now. I know. For the I'm, theme. Just, I'm, I'm, I'm over exaggerating, but I am very, 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 very excited. I can't, yeah, I mean, I can't contain it. I can't contain the excitement. Well, I'm with you. Like here, I am trying to stay in my themed year, but I drafted Dak to my team. Right. No, I <laughs> sure know. Fucking did. Sure did. I, I was like, well, this is happening. I can't not do it. Yeah. Um. But and I want and I I do want people to know, like, I'm normally delusional and I think I have a chance, but like, (laughs) also, I feel like 
I always go into the season negatively as well. And I'm just done doing that. Like, I'm just going to like, try to be excited about it. And like, you know, maybe let's manifest a little bit. Like let's manifest a good season for us. Okay. I'm into that. Yeah. I'm into that. I'm also into Amari motherfucking Cooper. Oh my God. Like been saying it forever. Have my babies. Love that guy. Like have have, my babies. Have my babies. Totally. Oh, he's so fucking great. And how many fucking catches can one person catch in one game? I don't know. If I have my stats up, I would let you know. We don't (laughs) do stats here. It was a lot. And he's just so smooth. Like, anyway, I'm into it. I'm pumped for him. Um, CD Lamb also coming in there. Like, just fucking kind of a a tough start, but then like was gold after that. Yeah. Which I, for one, love so much because what does that show? That shows that he can get, what's the word? He was able to adjust. He was able to like, be like, focus, adjust, make adjustments and like, get it out of his head. Yep. He totally grew up with it. Yeah. So I'm like, so pumped to see that obviously. And that was the cool thing. Like there were a couple times and like one of them did not go our way and we got fucked and it was towards the end of the game and I'm still pissed about it. Offensive pass interference call. Yep. Yeah. That they missed. Yeah. 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 I mean, it definitely was. I mean, it's definitely an offensive pass interference. I know those calls get tricky. So there's like part of me that wants to be a little bit objective, a little bit objective and be like, okay, sometimes those are tricky, but it just fucking sucks. Like it just sucks. And I agree. But the only reason why I'm pissed off about this specific one is because freaking what's his name and Chris Collinsworth were announcing the game and they even said it. And, you know, Chris Collinsworth fucking hates us. So he never, he never sides with us. And even they were like, yeah, yikes. That looked definitely like, but, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying that's why we lost or anything like that. That's what I mean. I don't want to be that that person. I'm not going to do the whole refs thing, but that, that offensive pass interference missed call was fucking a knife dagger through the fucking heart. Like, yeah. I mean, it absolutely could have changed things because we were winning. It would have totally changed it. So I'm just saying, but other than that, I really didn't have that many complaints. Like not once was I really yelling at the refs at all in that game. Like I I can't remember one, the coolest part to me, like, look at this. At the end of the first quarter, it was seven to seven. At the end of the second quarter, it was 16 to 21, Tampa. At the end of the third, it was 26, 28, Tampa. And at the fourth, 29, 31. Like yeah. there was never a huge lead on either side, right. but obviously they thought it was going to be a blowout. So the fact that it was such a tight game the whole entire time, like, and we did, it's not like we played perfectly and still lost. We still oh. also made some mistakes. Absolutely. Like, and and That's what like, I'm so amped about. Me too. And the fact that like Dak did not skip a fucking beat. He did not look like he had any fucking injuries, foot or fucking shoulder, and no hesitation whatsoever in his throwing game. He played excellent. Had more passing yards than Tom fucking Brady himself. I, I, I will say it's concerning that we did throw as much as we did. Like we're going to have to figure out our run game as well. Yeah. But I think too, we need to not freak out about that because of the defense that we were going up against. Right. Agreed. I mean, I think the, I do not see our run game being a problem at all when we're facing a different level of defense. I mean, I and, and everyone fucking writing Zeke off, go fuck yourself. Because if you oh. didn't fucking see how he was getting into that game, like Dak would have been laid the fuck out multiple yeah. times if it wasn't for Zeke being like, you oh, know what? This isn't yeah. my time to run, but this is my time to protect my block. quarterback and hell block yeah. the fuck out of this line. 
Yeah. Like, well, and that's the thing. He deserves that, all the credit in the world for that. Totally agree. And part of that whole situation to me was like, I felt like that was a team thing of like, yeah, we passed a lot, way more than we typically do. But I'm like, I think that was just a correction of like, look what they're giving us and what they're not giving us. Like they have homeboy in the middle, their middle O-line. Holy shit. I wouldn't be running Zeke or Tony up that. We couldn't, we couldn't make the run happen. Exactly. And our receivers were getting open. So why would we run? Why would we force a run game when they're giving us the freaking pass game? Like it doesn't make any sense. That's exactly how I feel. I mean, yes, if we get to another game and we still can't make the run game happen, that'll be concerning. I'm not concerned about it at this very moment. I have all faith in Zeke. Yes, I can get why we got shut down against Tampa Bay's fucking defense. Like one of the greatest defenses in the NFL. Duh. But what I loved about it is we were able to say, oh no, we don't have a run game this game. So now we're going to have to pass. And guess what? It was fucking awesome. And there were far and few between errors in our passing game. And we were able to do it and like trust our quarterback. It's just so (laughs) nice to be able to like relax and now know that bit. like we can trust yeah. Dak after you know like he can do this. Yeah, no, so for sure. Me is like yeah, it's reassuring. Yes, it's a completely different feeling than last yes. year or even like, other previous years. Honestly, weight has but, been lifted off my shoulders. I felt yeah, like. and it is like we were like wide receiver heavy. I feel like, but there were some good moments where you know, our Titans got in there and made some important catches that we needed. So I have full confidence. Yeah. And isn't it crazy to think like, I feel like going into this game, I myself wasn't even aware of like in my head running through all the targets that we fucking have available in the past. Oh, that's super crazy. Cause that was legit. One of the first things I said on Thursday night, as we were watching the game, I was like, motherfucker, Tampa has so many targets. They have so many options, blah, blah, blah. And then they go down and score. And I'm like, GD, you Tom Brady, like Tony Robinson, like freaking Antonio Brown back into the NFL and all this shit. And then we go down and score. And I was like, oh shit, we have a lot of people too. Yes, like yes. we have so many options. Like yeah, so many, I've, I've like kind of forgot for a second because it hasn't been like that in years past. Oh yeah. So it was so wild to be like, What's happening? This yeah, is cool. I know. I know. I agree. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, spin zone. I'm excited and I'm okay with the loss because if we have to meet up with Tampa again, we want to win the second time around. Yep. Yeah. Right. And them yep. being the defending Super Bowl champs, we very well could meet up with them in the postseason, you know, at some point. <laughs> and, yes, we can. <laughs> and, uh, we want to win that second time, motherfucker. Yes, so, do. that's my spin zone and I'm sticking to it. I love it. Love a spin zone. Anything else before we move on? I feel like I could talk an entire hour about the Dallas Cowboy game. And I know you could too, but we can't do our listeners like that. Yeah. um, I couldn't help but think of Aiden, uh, Aiden Diggs, because uh, (laughs) when Trayvon got that interception, I was like, so amped. And I thought he played a good game. So I was pumped for him. Yeah. No, I I give a shout out to the defense, which we did, but they killed it. Yeah, they killed it. They absolutely did. And I also, in my head, thought of nothing else but Aiden Diggs whenever that yeah. happened, too. So yeah. I'm totally on your same page. Okay, moving on. I have no idea how we're going to format this because there's Ugh. just way too many fucking things that happen. So yeah. I think, you know, instead of trying to go too chronologically, we will just go with the major headlines and like work our way down. Cool. And when we get to a place where like maybe we're going too far on time, we'll just stop. Cool. <laughs> that works for me. Um, yeah. 
So I think the number a number one thing we have to talk about is Saints Packers, Aaron Rodgers. What the fuck is going on? What in the (laughs) actual fuck? I mean, if you would have told knows, yeah, yeah, we're referring to the Green Bay Packers and their uh, quarterback question mark. (laughs) Yeah, like I mean, if you would have told me Friday or I'm sorry Saturday, I don't know why I said Friday that the Saints the Saints were gonna fucking win. 38 to three and Aaron Rodgers was going to be pulled and not because of any, some sort of like injury. I would have been like, you are wrong. You're dead wrong. And, um, I don't know, like no way. No, it's (laughs) jaw dropping in the most opposite way possible. So jaw dropping. And of course we've got the conspiracy theories coming out. Love it. I mean, it's hilarious. And I think even in like a lot of our talk of all the fucking drama that went on over the summer with Aaron Rodgers, like, I think that was something like between the two of us, one of us Mm -hmm. has said is like, well, what if they do, you know, get through this and he comes back and he just like tanks the season on purpose. But I don't think any of us truly believed that that was like really going to happen. And then this game happens and you're like, Okay, now there's a pause for concern. Like, and yeah. and you know, I think the well, conspiracy theories are fair. Yes, I don't know that they're true. It's you're right. Like, it's either some like seriously bad karma, or all of a sudden, like I don't know. He literally has the worst passer rating of any reigning MVP ever in week one. Well, that's not shocking after yesterday, and that yeah. was like his like. I don't know the exact stat, but like the, basically the worst game he's ever played in his like career. Oh, he had like, there were four stats they put up where he was like, this is the worst There's he's so done many. Yeah. in this. Yeah. Since. And they were all like 2014, 2015, yeah. uh, blah, blah, blah. Like basically when he first was starting out. Yeah. Like, I think insane. it was like his worst, his worst career game that he started in his NFL career. Yeah. Like, didn't he, he threw like five picks total in all of last year. And what did he throw? Like three picks, this three picks, this game. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know for sure, but like, literally it doesn't matter. He had only five in the entire year last year. But then my question to you is, is it really possible? Cause you know, I love a conspiracy theory, (laughs) but is it really possible to purposefully do bad in not just a sport, but like football where you could literally fucking die. I mean, I'm with you. And again, I'm really not trying to like further these rumors because oh, no, I, know. We'll, I mean, it's one of those things where we'll never know. And I don't believe that I truly in my hardest of hearts, that doesn't make sense. I don't think, but <laughs> I truly don't believe that Aaron Rodgers has the ability to go out right. on that field and put not only himself, but his teammates in trouble, in danger, yeah. put them through that for his own personal gain or whatever you want to call that, which is not really or, or revenge. So, yeah. Revenge really. Cause it's not a gain for him yeah. necessarily, but there are, you know, when you look at some of the plays, like there was one, like there at the end, like right before he got pulled, I think it was, I mean, he just overthrew it by a fucking mile. It's like, there's some things you watch and you're like, dude. What? And then you, and then you're like, maybe there was a holding in the, in the coverage or something. No, nothing. Yeah. Just totally fucking terrible throws. And yeah. that was when I was like, is he fucking throwing this game? Like, you know, so it's. 
Because it's really hard to watch somebody who literally just got MVP of the entire fucking league, y'all. Yeah. Play like this. And then it makes me think, too, do we dare throw him a bone and say that all of this shit going on the past year has actually affecting him? for once that and that's always drama around Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. And that's what I was going to say too. After everything that happened this summer for this to happen is just like, wow. Yeah. Like after all the drama we went through now, we're going to go out there and play like this. And by we, I mean, I'm sorry to you Packers fans, but we, (laughs) because as like podcasters, we had to talk about Aaron Rodgers six billion times and we don't want to talk (laughs) about him at all. Yeah. Except for to say F you, man. Exactly. (laughs) Kidding. Um, Um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, Not really. No, not kidding. Not (laughs) Not kidding. Not kidding. Um, yeah. Interested. You're right. We'll never know. I don't think like, we'll just hear what people say. Yeah. And well, and we're I just going to have to see where we go from here. Like, I, I think like we, like I kind of mentioned last week and, you know, with, you know, betting and stuff, it's kind of the same thing here. Like guys, let's not overreact. Like, yeah. I think we know the potential still there for him. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Let's see where the Packers go from here, where Aaron Rodgers goes from here. I mean, I don't think we should assume that like they are now the fucking, lions or they're probably not a good example anymore like a shit team or anything um but it is going to be interesting so we're going to have to like watch and stay tuned i do think we also need to make sure we're giving the saints the appropriate credit here as well because although it's hard to gauge how well they played or versus how bad the packers played Jameis winston coming out having somehow 150 yards passing for five touchdowns. And yeah. one of them is a 55 yard touchdown. How is that humanly possible? How? Yeah, I don't know. But credit to them. I mean, I don't, I don't think they played terrible. It's just, yeah. again, like I said, hard to gauge, but sure. they, you know, I knew we're going to be somewhat of a surprising team and I think we're already seeing it. I just don't think we know like quite the level yet. And Jameis Winston, like, you know, hats off because yeah. I don't know how anyone has a hundred I think it was even less than 150 yards I think it was like 148 to be exact and five touchdowns like how the Crazy. fuck does that even happen yeah it's so weird no yeah I thought they looked good I mean it oh also our boy uh speaking of the Saints Drew uh Drew Brees made his little uh yeah. announcing debut cute um <laughs> but I think like after the game he was quoted saying like well, yeah, I guess that's just what the Saints needed or something like that, which is kind of sad. Well, I, don't, I don't know what context he said it. I only read it, but I was yeah. like, it may have been like kind of jokey because I would picture that. But like, yeah, I mean, they obviously you can tell when a team. That's why I said, like, as much as I fucking love Tony Romo, like even through his time with the Cowboy have loved and always will. We needed a change and we needed more than that. Like, yeah, it got to a point where it was just irreparable or whatever you want to call right. that. And right. yeah, like, that's what I was going to say too, like not to toot my own horn. And like, I think we still got to see where we're going here specifically with the saints, but I do, I do think this just shows even more like what I said a couple of weeks ago. Like, I think the snake, the, the saints are going to be sneaky good. And mainly mm-hmm. because I do think Aaron Rodgers, fuck, God damn it. I do think <laughs> this is so, so bad. Um, I do think that Drew Brees was holding them back a little bit in the way, in a way, especially particularly specifically just last year, like yeah. he was injured. It just wasn't happening. He played terrible and they have a lot of assets on that team that I think are now being able to like 
be recognized. So yeah. Well, and like connect in different ways, right? Because we yeah. still have like Drew Brees, who is like the leader that he is. Like it's hard to follow somebody else when he's still there. Yeah. And still totally. very much a part and of And you don't want to step on his toes either. Like exactly. I'm sure so, like, that was a just, tough thing to navigate. Right. I totally agree. That's why I'm like, it's just, it's such a hard dynamic and weird. So I think you're right. Like they needed. And it's not to take away from all the accomplishments that Drew Brees had. It's not to say he was a bad quarterback. It's nothing like that, but that, that particularly last year, he was just done and he was, and that's just, it is is. is everything. Tried to stretch it too long. I think he wanted to have this like major goodbye retirement coming out on top Super Bowl, And it just wasn't going to happen. No, it doesn't. It doesn't happen like that for a lot of people. Oh, apparently Tom Brady maybe will retire when he's 70 fucking four winning his 28th Super Bowl, which mathematically probably makes no sense. Yes. Um, So don't don't even come at me with that. It's an exaggeration. People look it up. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. But anyway, I think we can move on from there because we still have like 19,000 other games to get to. But anything else on Aaron Rodgers, Packers, Saints? Nope. All right. I think uh, one of the next big ones was Bill's Steelers. Wow. That was weird, huh? (sighs) I mean, I knew that game was going to be good. And like whoever the fuck scheduled the Bears Rams for the 7 p.m. primetime game needs to be fired and beheaded because this should have been an easy pick for the primetime game. I didn't even write anything down about that fucking game. That's well, how, it's not. A, that's, that's how much that, it see, shouldn't that's have the been. Point. That's I the know. point. It was. Just, no, it should not have been the primetime game. Like, why would no, you I write totally anything agree. down about the Bears Rams? Although I did. I totally uh, agree. But the only reason why I'm asking is because I, for whatever reason, in my weird head, always mix up the Chargers and the Rams. I kind of do that too because of the yellow and because they're LA now. They're both LA. Yes. And I don't know why I do the same thing in my head too. It's totally understandable. And then I didn't write anything down about either the Rams or the chargers games at all. Uh, I think I did a little bit again, just because it was the primetime game. So it's like the one game that's happening aside from the Cowboys where there's not 14 other fucking games going on. And I can focus on just the one. So I have a couple things and obviously mainly because of the whole like fields Dalton thing, but we can talk about that at the end or if at all, no one cares. But again, that's why whoever scheduled that game should be fired because it's fucking stupid. They should not have been the primetime game. No, totally agree. It was a snooze fest. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I knew this was going to be a good game. Um, I I think similar to the statement that I said about Packers Saints is like, I don't know if this says more about the Steelers or the Bills. Yeah. Because it was kind of a tough start for the Bills, definitely. And, you know, there's always those like, you know, Josh Allen, like great quarterback gets paid a lot of pressure, you know? So it's like, there's kind of that when you get paid curse that happens sometimes that, you know, you got to consider. And I definitely have been saying, I think people are writing the Steelers off too soon. Like I've said that the last few podcasts, Totally. I never ever was going into the season thinking that the Steelers were not going to be good. Definitely makes me regret the fact that I did end up taking bills minus six and a half here. But I never, ever was like, I I never understood why everyone was so quick to write the Steelers off. Big Ben, although he's old as fuck and he's got to be getting to his last leg, he is looking great. He's in great shape. And they had a great season last year. Like, I mean, although it imploded, I mean, they had a good team. Well, that was Um, a lot of pressure too. TJ Watt, huge, huge asset as well. I mean, 
Oh yeah, um, he's not going anywhere. He just signed a big yeah, thing too for yeah. them. So he got paid. Congrats. Um, um, that's what I wrote. Those were my only notes for that game. Is TJ Watt is good? <laughs> yeah. So I, I have know, a question. I, mean, oh. I have a question mark next to our boy Najee Harris because I mean he hasn't done anything yet. He's just new and like it's game one. So I'm like I'm just yeah. interested to continue to watch him to see what he does or doesn't do. But like they're giving him some opportunities. Right. So. Right. Yeah. No, I think he'll, I think he'll figure it out for sure. Me too. I have faith in him. Um, yeah. but yeah. And I have faith I mean, in the bills too. I mean, they made some good plays, but they also, they didn't look great. So I know that there's some room for improvement. Yeah. I mean, maybe we're just shaking the rust off or whatever, shaking yeah. the dust off, but when we talked before, I mean, I feel like they dealt with some kind of media stuff with the whole Beasley and this COVID thing and whatever. And that's still like, yeah, like, Even though it sounds like a small thing, like there's still turmoil. And if that's that big, then there's stuff going on in the locker room or conversations are being had at least. Yeah. And that was a great point that you made last week, which now makes me regret even more that I took the bills. Um, but <laughs> here we are. I mean, it is what it is. I really, you know, the bills looked great last season. So it was hard, like not to think that that was going to like that continuum yeah. was going to happen. Um, the bills are kind of like my, one of my, like, secondary teams that I root for obviously way outside of the Cowboys, but, um, you know, I definitely want, you know, I definitely don't wish them ill, um, but we'll just kind of have to see like what happens there. But yeah, that was a, that was an interesting start for them that I don't think a lot of people saw coming. Yeah. Agreed. Um, next game, we got to talk about Brown's chiefs. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, fuck, you just cannot ever count the chiefs out. Well, that's the thing. And I feel like maybe this year it's going to be, you can't count the Browns out because no, and, and they that was what was so hard. Yeah. That's. And I, I immediately like Baker Mayfield looks good and I'll be the first one to say, cause I feel like last year I was like, he's choker Mayfield and it's going to happen. And he did last year. I still stand by how I felt about him last year, but he showed up yesterday and he played all like at the end, like there was, you know, kind of fell apart a little bit for them but Mm -hmm. did really well throughout the whole game. And like, they made it known. I feel like yesterday without even Odell Beckham playing and like, like they lost another player, I think during the game, I was impressed. No, I agree. And there was a lot of people on Twitter immediately following the game, just cussing Baker Mayfield. And I was like, that's not fair going up against fucking Patrick Mahomes and the chiefs. Like, are you serious? Like fucking super bowl runner up and you're going to like trash Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Second year super bowl. Make it to the super bowl. I mean, he does not deserve any hate. I think that is impressive as fuck. And just because they lost does not mean that people should be concerned about the Browns or Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Chiefs. Chiefs, And I mean, even when down at the end of the game, the live bet for the Chiefs was or was still minus 120. That's how crazy the Chiefs are. Like that's nuts. So it's like that's how I can't. Yeah. Well, I of course loved watching that game because Tony Romo was Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but he literally said at one point, like, I guess it was probably third, third ish quarter, um, where he just like kind of started laughing. He was like, yeah, you guys are probably watching at home thinking like, this is really boring and it is really boring, (laughs) but that's exactly what they have to do. And that's what they do is like the chiefs are like, they got, they can't just come in and frantically freak out and like try to make something happen. Like they're going to come in and they're going to take their time and they're going to run their plays and they're going to attack. And right. then they're going to win the game because that's what they motherfucking do. Yeah. 
I do think they have some offensive line issues this year that they haven't had in prior years that, you know, maybe people aren't taking too seriously and they should, but Patrick Mahomes is so mobile. He's such a good quarterback that you really don't even see it when you're like watching, but there are some concerns there that haven't been there previously that like, I think we're going to have to like stay tuned and watch for, but again, impressive as fuck. Of course. Now they didn't cover. So that was upsetting, particularly for me who took the chiefs. But I mean, again, I, I did, I said it from the beginning, like this was another game that was going to be good and the Browns should not be counted out ever. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they, they showed up. There's no reason anybody should talk shit about them, to be honest. Not after yesterday's game. Absolutely not. I mean, literally like in the last few minutes, what did they, they muffed that punt like the. No, it was the, the was a punter yeah he dropped dropped yeah like he dropped it and then tried to run and they got it or they he like fumbled it or something or no he got it but they tackled him at like right and then right and then they got their 15 yeah exactly that was the big like loss like well but there was still at that point there was still like four minutes and 20 something seconds left so like the Chiefs scored within seconds right and then they had a chance to go down and score again and either didn't, or that's when he threw the interception. I don't remember. He but, threw the interception. Yeah. But then it was so over like, at that point. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but, but, um, but no, yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. That was just a big, cause like we were at Hooters go figure. So it was yeah. like watching so many things all at one time. There was some sort of like, how do I want to say this? I had a vested interest in this, like, or we, like they knew that I had the chiefs like minus yeah. five and a half. I think it was. Yeah somebody that I was with, he was like, Oh, well, there goes your, you know, the chiefs bet you lost. And then that whole like dropping the punter, dropping the ball thing happened. And I was like, not fucking yet. You know, like (laughs) it's the chiefs We're never done until the clock's out, you know? Um, But yeah, so all of that was kind of like contentious, but it was one of those things where it was like at that point, you know, it kind of looked like the Browns were going to win and they certainly could have won that game. Totally. A lot of people probably would argue they should have won that game, you know, well, but they were winning the like 75% of the game or yeah, more. Absolutely. Like, yeah. And do you, know, do you know why the Browns went for two at the beginning? Cause like, I have no idea because I was watching it there and I always meant to go back and figure out what the hell happened, why they did that. But no. like their first touchdown, like they went for two, it was eight, nothing. I guess. I don't know. Like, I no, feel it doesn't like matter. I, I just have no idea. And I no, I me had neither. It. I just like, it was weird. Cause it was the first touchdown and they never went for two again after that, or at least not yeah, that I'm remembering if that was the strategy, maybe they have a sucky kicker. Like I could maybe get on board with it, but then they never did it again. So I was like, what the fuck? What? what? Like, I thought maybe like yeah. the kicker was in the bathroom or something. Like I had no fucking yeah. idea. <laughs> yeah, also, I, and that's 2021. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Poop gate. Um, so that's why like, I love, like I have a love hate relationship with watching football games anywhere other than my house, because it's like yeah. at Hooters, I can see and watch all of the games all at one time, but I can't exactly know the intricacies of certain things that are going on. But then yeah. at my house, I only have one fucking TV and like maybe a laptop and a phone if I'm getting real crazy, you know? So it's yeah. like, then it's hard to like keep up with all the games that I want to keep up with. So it's For like, sure. Well, and um, that's the same with like red zone where it does yeah. show scoring plays, but like, it doesn't always tell so, you, like you don't hear all the commentators talking about why they went for two because exactly. it just goes to the next game that's scoring. Yeah. 
So no, no, I had it written down and I totally meant to like, look into that and be like, what the fuck happened there? But then I never did. So like, it just reminded me as we were talking about it. No big deal. Yeah. Interesting. There was like a meme that came out during the game or something of Patrick Mahomes or something. And it just said like, fuck it. Tyreek's down there somewhere. I'm just going to throw it. (laughs) I mean, literally he was being interviewed after the game and he basically was like, yeah, no, I actually, he was like, I just saw that. I just saw that on my way over here. And he was like, yeah, no, I definitely do that sometimes. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like, how can you not? How like, can you not? I mean, he just does it. They're electric. Like what Tyreek Hill is explosive. I can't, I want to, someone needs to study what the fuck's going on inside of his mind. Right. Yeah. Like it's wild. Agree. Yeah. Um, I think those are like the major games. Like I think the rest of the things that I have are just like statements really, or like little things. Um, Titans are dead. I don't know what happened to their defense. Like, yeah, they're, they're, they're terrible. What the fuck? Terrible. Awful. And I mean, and credit to the credit to the Cardinals. I think they're a team that I didn't give enough credit to. So like hand up, they are much better than I was anticipating way better than I was anticipating. Yeah, me too. I was pleasantly impressed because I drafted DeAndre Hopkins. So good job. Great job. Glad they're connecting. Yes, they were connecting yesterday for damn sure. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, who's not dead? The Texans. I also. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Which uh, I I fucking know which side note. I just have I can't not say this because I feel like defense never gets enough credit, even though we try. But Cardinals linebacker Chandler Jones had yes fucking three sacks in the first quarter and five of six of the entire game for the Cardinals. Leading up to the game, his people had been contacting the Cardinals to try and get them to rework his contract. And they said, no, they wouldn't do it. Oh, so, oh they're going to quickly, or like his people are probably calling the Cardinals right now, or the Cardinals are probably calling his people right now. That dude deserves it because he's a freaking beast. Yeah, so look for out. sure. Anyway, for sure. Yes. But yeah, Titans shocked me. I thought the Titans were gonna be really good this year, and maybe, maybe we're maybe again, they'll get their shit together. Maybe they'll get their shit together, but they've got to get something figured out there. And uh, yeah. yeah, that was wild. But the Texans, yeah, yeah. also wild. Like I yeah. have I'll to hand up. Yeah. I have to hand up on them too. Like I thought they were going to be like relegated after this season, basically. Yeah, totally garbage. Where did they come from? And like, apparently, apparently diversity is working well for them this year. Apparently turmoil and like (laughs) lawsuits and litigation really does this team very well. I don't know. Like not knowing who your starting quarterback is going to be until like a week before season starts apparently goes well. It looks good on them. It does not speak well for the Jags at all. Like, no. And like, I feel like Trevor Lawrence, this is always what I worry about with like fresh meat, which speaking of all, I think like how many of them had, uh, first, first game, first touchdowns. So I think Trevor Lawrence did, I think they all did. They all. Yeah. I think, I think they all did, but like, um, the the AFC are the only ones that won, like Trey Lance is the only one that actually, yes, but the AFC East in particular, the, uh, what's his fuck name? Zach Wilson. He's yeah. 25 years old, oldest starting quarterback in that, in that division. How is he so old? Didn't he just graduate college last year? Oh, I, I guess, I guess he sense. maybe like redshirted and had an extra year or something. I don't know. 
I'd have to I also it. don't know ages. I'm terrible. I was like, college, aren't you like 13? I'm like 25. I'll give you my left fucking arm to be 25 again. What do you mean? I know. Girls? It's because it's so long ago. Anyway, moving oh, on. Yes, that's, that. crazy. Um, that's crazy. But yeah, a lot of rookie quarterbacks. And um, I mean, yeah. it's tough because I think a lot of people put a lot of faith in these rookie quarterbacks. And I'm not saying they're not going to be great one day, but quarterbacks can't do it all. And we know that. And I don't know why people forget that but you need a fucking team surrounding them. And that was my biggest fear with Trevor Lawrence was that yes, he might be an, an excellent quarterback, but if there's no team around you to support you, like you're fucked. Yeah. And that's well, exactly and, what's happening. Yeah. I feel like that's what's happening. And like, he looks good. Like he threw three touchdowns, but he also, yeah, no, he didn't look bad, but it's like, you so, can't, he can't do it all. He can't make well, everything happen. No, for sure. But like the mistakes he was making, like the intercept three interceptions, like right. that's a fucking lot. And like, some of that's definitely on him. And it's like silly rookie mistakes, right? Where he's yeah. just like in college, he would have gotten away with that. Like right. probably all three of those, but you're in the big leagues now. So, well, and I think um, this was his first regular season loss ever in his life, like high school, yeah. college and NFL. Yeah. yeah. So, Nuts. but he, he, he spoke well after the game. So um, yeah, he, he's like bread and buttered for that. I feel like I know, which I will say, I don't think that Mac Jones is, he's very, but I, I think Mac Jones of all of them might be the most successful one. Now okay. I could be wrong. Don't quote like, this is just my, like where we're at right now. <clears throat> I really think of all of them. Mac Jones might be the best one. Now Trey Lance, I think is also going to be successful, but Given where they went in the draft, it shocks me how far back Mac Jones fell. No, yeah, I'm definitely with you on that stat for sure. Um, but but honestly, like if Zach Wilson can continue to get his shit together, like I don't think he's going to be bad. Like I didn't really think that yeah, going I had into no this, fa- but like I had no faith in Zach that. Wilson, and he shocked me. He did. I'll I'll admit that. Yeah. But I, he I still just well. don't know that he's going to do shit in the NFL. But no, for sure. I've, I'll probably eat my words one day on that, and maybe one day soon. Who knows? I'm yeah. I mean, who knows? I don't know either. But Eagles. Yeah, so the Eagles. They look too good for me to comment on right now. I know. That's the funny thing is like, I took them money line to win. And even our friends that jumped the sharp were like, whoa, money line (laughs) Eagles. Like, what are you doing? And I was like, you know, like I said it on last week's podcast. Like, I don't think people are giving them enough credit. Also, they're playing the motherfucking Falcons. Like, come on. What are are the Falcons going to do? Now, I'm really glad I took that bet. And I'm really glad I won that bet. But I was not happy in which how well I won that bet. Because they definitely looked a lot better than I was anticipating. I thought that was going to be a much closer game, but I'm here to also remind everyone they beat the Falcons. Like let's, let's not put it in a perspective. Let's let's wait, let's hold up. But yes, they, they looked a lot better than I think anyone gave them credit for. Um, and then unfortunately I think the giants looked a lot worse than people were giving them credit for. Yeah. I thought they were going to be much better, especially with Saquon back, but Daniel Jones looked like shit. Um, yeah, I don't know, I don't know what's good. going on there, but, but yeah, Philly may, may at least beat the giants and the NFC East. <laughs> yeah. God. What yeah. We'll see. Have? I thought like one of the main themes that we were talking about, and maybe we talked about this last week and I've already forgotten, but like actually seeing everybody in their new uniforms, like whether it be college players now in <laughs> NFL or like 
the switcheroo with the quarterbacks and shit like that, like all over the league, like even seeing like Danny Amendola, Amendola, however you say it, like in Houston, it's just weird. Like, yeah. even though he's been gone for the Patriots for that years. That always throws me like, off completely. Yeah. So it, like seeing Wentz, it like, the, I know, so gross, but still I'm like, that's so weird seeing it. And like Matt Stafford, like not in a Lions uniform. Like, I know. It was weird. Like it was I know. so well, out and of I'm sorry. Body. I'm so over the number change rule. God, right. that too, by the I way. Hate that it. was I hate throwing it. me off. I knew I was going to hate that, but now it's like, man, it's like manifested itself to where I'm like, yes, no, go back. We cannot yeah, now, do this. Yeah. The exact reason why. And to be honest, since we talked about it on this pod, I haven't thought about it since. Cause I was like out of sight, out of mind. It hasn't happened yet but Until all now. of those reasons we talked about before <laughs> yeah. are now here and I am mad I do yeah. not like it I hate it I hate every second <laughs> of it, it. um but speaking so of Matt Stafford I mean I guess we will talk about Bears Rams a little bit because Matt Stafford is one of those quarterbacks that I think is so talented but has been just drowned by the Detroit Lions and yeah. I'm so excited for him to like maybe Try. get this like <laughs> chance to like really show everyone and like maybe even have a chance to like be successful. I really am excited for him. Um, And then the bears like really, I think shocked a lot of people specifically offensively. Like they were not as bad as I would have thought. And I think a lot of people would have thought particularly Andy Dalton really wasn't that bad. Now he kind of came in and did a lot of short, sweet passes, which I think I could have told you like, exactly. I could have told you that like he can, he can sometimes get that done. Yeah. Um, but then they did have um, uh, Justin Fields did end up coming in and like he ended up getting a touchdown pass. Like, um, yeah. so again, I really don't understand bears management and coaching staff. Like, yeah. I don't really get what you're doing. I don't think this is the answer. Like, I still think Justin Fields should just go in and like you, you really work your team around him and build him up. Um, but I think the bigger shocker too, was like their defense, like the bears defense, who's, which has been like pretty good. The past few years, absolutely terrible yesterday. So it's unfortunate that like the, the offense played better than they would have thought, but defense really are the ones who like, who lost it for them, honestly. So, um, and not that they really like necessarily stood a chance, but I don't think anyone thought their offense was going to hold up, up against um, the Rams at all. And then they actually kind of did. So, yeah, but Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't um, really have any other like, one more thing, because we yeah. can't not shout out to our boy Fitzy. Oh yes, Magic. yes, I forgot Fitz I was going to mention Patrick that. injured, y'all. I'm sad. First game. Um, have you heard anything? Yeah. I know it was a hip injury, but I don't well, know. Well, so I have had you know like 0.2 seconds to look at anything today. I so know, like, me I mean, again, don't come here for the facts, but <laughs> I know they were concerned yesterday, like with a hip word I can't pronounce. And then did they ever say today, like if he's officially out or not, like, I also haven't had five seconds to look into that. (laughs) So let's just look Um, that up right now because like, it didn't look good, but they were like, we'll know more tomorrow. But to me kind of was like, in my mind, like, yeah, he's probably out. Yeah. So yes. Right. So Fitzy is he's on IR and he is to miss multiple weeks with hip injury. So, um, so Yeah. I hate that for him. And I know that was a large concern with a lot of people in terms of like Washington and their offense. And here we are answering week one that yes, he is a, you know, 
injury pro or like he is a uh, concern for injury. So he is an elder. Yes. <laughs> sad, but also, you know, that's the problem with him playing for Washington now is I'm not that sad. Yeah, exactly. Same. I'm like, I mean, Heineke, I guess is their backup, right? Or he played yesterday. Yeah. Um, as far as I know, he would, he would be the one to play. So yeah, whatever. Um, we'll see what he does. I guess he did pretty okay yesterday, but yeah, I mean, they got the win. I mean, no, they got, no, they lost the chargers, but they, yeah, they, they did held, they yeah. held their own. So yeah. Anything else but, from yesterday? Or no, I didn't notice Pete's pants. I didn't so, either. That's a good call. I, I did not look at so Pete's pants, but I mean, the Seahawks played pretty well. Damn. Listen, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson well. he's here to show everybody. He's here to show the haters. What's up? One, two, Tyler Lockett. Also, what the fuck is he? Been, what is he made out of? I don't know, but it's like, it will never stop. Whatever no. it is. Like he's no. just so fucking good. No, they're here to like, just, they are here to show people like last year was a weird year for them. I would say personally, I thought it was. Yeah. Wow. Agree. Um, um, all right. Well, let's, uh, let's run through our week two predictions and then we'll get out of here. Cool. Um, I guess in terms of gambling like this, you know, week two wasn't my best week. I don't have my record, but I know in college I was probably about even. And then yesterday was just like a disaster. Like, I mean, but I think that's pretty standard. Like week two is always harder. And then like an NFL, it's like, it's always difficult. And you think, you know, so many favors, they're just traps. And I fell for almost every one of them. I'm not mad about it. It was exciting. Week one is here and sure, you know, whatever. So Um, yeah. Um, But I, I mean, I also like way over bet week one. So like, I'm not, I'm not going to be placing that many bets on all the weeks. It was just the excitement of week one and just like thinking this is how it was going to play out. And it's really hard to cap anyway, because you don't know what the fuck these teams are going to do. Yeah, So early. Um, So I'm just not that concerned with it, but week two, I will say like, I already like kind of at like start a few of these because I think the lines are very interesting and I'll tell you why, as we go through them. Um, So the first game is Giants, Washington football team. The Giants are actually the underdog at a plus three and a half. I would think this line is particularly small, except for the Fitzy injury. So this one's going to be hard. I might stay away from this one. I would. Um, (laughs) But just like looking at it and because of Washington's defense and because of how bad the Giants played, I still kind of would say Washington football team here. Yeah. But like I said, with like the injuries and like maybe the Giants will bounce back, I may stay away from it. Um, The Bills Dolphins, um, I definitely starred this one because I think this is a complete overreaction by the people setting the lines. Because although the Dolphins did get the win, they definitely barely won in beating the Patriots. And I think Tua did great. Or he did okay. Maybe not yeah. great, but you know, I think people were quick to write Tua off as well. And I don't know why. Yeah. But the Bills are the under, I'm sorry, the Bills are the favorite team at a minus three and a half. I think that is extremely low. And I am taking the Bills all day, yeah. every day here. And I'm taking them today before that line grows any larger. Nice. Um, I think that's an extreme overreaction on both sides. I think people are giving the Dolphins way too much credit here and the Bills not enough credit. Not like, enough. I think the bills can do better than they did. They also played the fucking Steelers 
the Dolphins win yesterday. They won by one point and it was the Patriots and the Patriots are also still kind yeah. of figuring things out. So totally, that is extreme to me. Uh, the Bengals bears is the next game. I also starred this one because the Bengals are the favored team at a plus. Sorry. I said that wrong. The Bengals are the underdog, underdog. at a plus two and a half. And I find that wild. Although I think the bears impress people and I don't want to take away from that. I think Joe Burrow, not, not terrible. And they beat the fucking Vikings and nobody thought that was going to happen. So like, I don't think we're giving the Bengals enough credit here. And I really like that underdog at a plus two and a half, or actually I would take the money line there because there's no point in taking an underdog plus two and a half. You might as well bet the money line for way more. So I like the Bengals there and I'm probably going to take that actually today. Now that we're like talking through it. I like that. Um, the next one's a little tough Broncos Jags. Um, this line is the Broncos are favored at a minus six. Um, the Broncos I think did better than I thought yeah, they, they showed would, up. They but showed I also up. think the giants did pretty bad. So I think looking at it, I like the Broncos, but I also think the Jags, could figure some stuff out and not, you know, I could see them covering. Yeah. They still um, scored some points, exactly, right? Like, that's it's I mean. not like they didn't score any points. Like they, right. could, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I don't know. That one's tricky to me. I think if you had to ask me right now, I would probably take the Broncos, but I may stay away from that game. Fair. Texans Browns. So this line is weird. It's Texans are the underdog at plus 12. Wow. It's a tough one, but I think I'm taking the Browns. If you ask me right now, that's the way I lean. Yeah. I don't know what you think. No, I don't hate that. That's a weird one. That's a it is weird. But the 12, when it's not really a football number or like kind of like right around there, it always throws me off. Like me the, the Chiefs being minus five and a half threw me off last week too. Yeah. I just don't. That's a hard one for me because I, while I do have faith in the Browns right now and think that they'll be pretty good. I don't know what the Texans are capable yeah. of. Like yeah. they shocked the hell out of me, but I don't necessarily know that that's due all to them yet. Like, yeah, that was, I, they have like a bunch of like, someone made a comment about how they're like, if you're looking for someone that's been in the league for, you know, seven or eight years, but hasn't, I don't know what the fuck, but it was like, you'll find them playing in Houston. Like they have <laughs> a bunch of like hodgepodge players right now. So yeah. And it's apparently working for them at least. Right. It, well, like it works. It worked week one, right? So yeah. I just, I don't have confidence that it's going to be a whole season worth, but we'll see. So that's why this one's right. hard to me. I, I, I agree totally. And and it was also versus the Jags who also right. had problems, whereas the Browns held up against the Chiefs. So it's like, I yeah. really instinctively lean Browns, but yeah. that's a large line. So that one's hard too. Yeah, I agree. Um, the next one, Rams, Colts. Uh, Rams are favored by four. I think the Rams there, just yeah. instinctually, I really like the Rams there. Uh, yeah. I think that one seems pretty, pretty That's easy, right. but I don't know if you disagree. No, same thoughts. Uh, Raiders Steelers is the next game. Raiders are the underdog at a plus six and a half. Hard to cap with the Raiders playing tonight. Kind of want to see what right they now. look like, but I'm taking the Steelers based on what I know right now there. Yeah, fair. Um, the next game, Patriots Jets. The Jets are the underdog at a plus five and a half. Mm, um, that, I don't one, know. that one's hard ish, at least, you know, kind of off the top of the head. I think that I think the Jet, I think these teams are in a very similar place, and it's yes. hard. 
because we don't know what they're going to do. Are they going to be consistent? So that's a tough one, which makes me want to go towards the dog here because of the plus five and a half. Um, but I mean, I think that's what I'll lean, but I don't know, you know, again, these are not our final picks. Yeah. Our final picks are posted on our Twitter. Next game. I have this one flagged as well because it's saints Carolina, which I think is, could potentially be a great game. Um, but the line's three and a half. So I'm not really sure. Like, I think this is going to be a tough one because, um, we saw impressive things from both teams, but the teams that they face both played poorly. So it's kind of like, it's is difficult. it going to be a clash, like a clash of the like good teams playing or is one of the weaker ones going to show their face? Yeah. Are we going to, ex- I think that's yeah. what we'll learn in week two. In week two, there's potential to expose people yeah. who had a really good week one and maybe yeah. it was just based on the team they placed. But they're also in similar positions, right? Yeah. Or situations where they're like working with new quarterbacks, essentially. Exactly. Like they both have a lot of, um, What's the word I'm looking for? I keep trying to say targets and that's not the word weapons. Oh yeah. Like they all have their own set of weapons. And like definitely this week, like Christian McCaffrey didn't have a breakout week this weekend. Like he played well per usual, but it's, he didn't have a breakout weekend. So if that comes this week, I'm going with fucking Panthers for sure. I think the same, I think I like the saints there, but it's still kind of the same in that Carolina didn't play terrible either. Yeah. And I think we'll just have to figure out like, you know, who, like if we're going to expose people or not. Right. Yeah. This next one, this next one, I super flagged because I thought this one was hella interesting. 49ers Eagles, the Eagles are the underdog, but only at a plus three and a half. I think that's wildly low. 49ers were very great yesterday. And the fact that they did not cover was an actual travesty and they should have, they should have won that game. They should, or they won that game, but they should have won that game by much more, The fact, I think we're overselling the Eagles a little bit here and I'm taking that line today at a minus three and a half. So I think the 49ers should absolutely be able to cover that. And I think we may be giving the Eagles just a tad bit too much credit. Yeah, I'm down with that. The next one is tough. I instinctually kind of am like, oh, because the line's so large, but it's Falcons, Bucks. Bucks are the favorite team at a minus 12 and a half. I mean, you would think they should be able to cover that easily because, yeah. you know, the Falcons just lost to the motherfucking Eagles by more than 12 and a half. So, yeah. I mean, I think definitely taking the bucks here, but um, it's Still just hard. one of those things where it's yeah. like, you know, are the Falcons going to overcorrect now too? Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, think- I would, that's, this one feels a little easier to me than like yeah. the Titans, because I feel like in my mind, the Titans have way more to work with than the Falcons. So yeah, like them even overcorrecting would be like, well, oh, I still think the Bucks should be able to like pounce uh, them. Absolutely. I agree. But, I think that should be an easy one, but sometimes it's like those yes. big lines and you never yeah. know what could happen. It gets scary, yeah. but like the Bucks should be able to cover that. No problem. I would rather die on that hill versus yeah. trying to take the Falcons and then losing like an idiot. So. Totally. Totally. Um, the next one is Vikings Cardinals. Um, Vikings are the underdog at a plus four and a half. Based on how well the Cardinals play, I really like the Cardinals here. Me too. Um, but I still, you know, think the Vikings, you know, are a decent team. But the Cardinals seem like they have something to prove right now. And I'm and yeah. I and it's hard to like go deny it's, it's yeah. hard to like deny that. Yeah. So yeah. for sure. Kind of like their electricity. It's kind of like 
<laughs> yeah. You can visit, you can like visibly see it. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. Um, I starred this one like 47 times because it's Cowboys chargers. And once again, we are just never going to give the Dallas Cowboys any credit whatsoever. Cowboys are the underdog at a plus two and a half against the motherfucking chargers after we almost beat the reigning Super Bowl champions and Tom Brady leading them. And I know Justin Herbert's good. He's great, but I think this is a bullshit line and I taking, I probably am going to take the Cowboys money line here. I don't know. I think that I I just, yeah. I think the Cowboys can easily beat the Chargers, especially if we almost beat the Bucs. Yeah. So next game, Titans, Seahawks. The Titans are the underdog at a plus five and a half. I mean, you never know if the Titans are going to, you know, show up, have a better game and show up. So that could be concerning. But based on what we saw last week, I'd have to take the Seahawks here. Yeah. But it's kind of hard to like base everything off what happened last game, even though I know like that's all I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, but I would say Seahawks, but I don't, you know, that's yeah, what I lean pretty- right now. So yeah. Chiefs, Ravens. This is the Sunday night game. Again, asterisk Chiefs are minus two and a half. I'm sorry. That's insane. You can't, you can't throw a chief's line at me. That's anything (laughs) like that and expect me not to take the chiefs. Yeah. I think we're giving the Ravens way too much credit there, especially considering we haven't even seen them play yet. And all the injuries that they have sustained just even in the past week, much less month. So I don't know, maybe I'm, Oh, maybe I'm, maybe I'm, you know, under the Ravens too much, but like the chiefs give it to me all day long. Yeah. All day long. 100%. Um, and then the last game, which was Monday night football is Lions Green Bay. I, I mean, <laughs> toss up. Who I picked, that. Yeah. Who picked this for, um, the Monday night football game? I have no idea, but it might be a bloodbath. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but the lion, this is going to be a tough one to cap because the lions are plus 10 and a half as the underdog. So, I mean, uh. That's that. I mean, like as it stands That's right tough. now, it makes me really almost want to take the lions because the yeah. lions did not look terrible yesterday. I mean, yeah. better than they have, which isn't saying a whole, whole lot, but green Bay was just. A, That's a what I'm saying. Disaster. If green Bay can pull their shit, pull that shit together that they had yesterday yeah, together in one week, I will to put off a performance to win by 11 points or more. I will be shooketh. Yeah. And I mean, it's tough because like 10 points is a lot, especially coming off of that week. And I obviously talked earlier about not overreacting. So I don't right. want to overreact and I want to give Green Bay I a little am. credit, but I also feel like we got to give the Lions some credit here too. And I don't know. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah. I mean, if I'm taking it this moment, I may just take the Lions there, yeah. but yeah. And it's a different yeah, game, right? Cause it's an in-conference game. So it's, or it's a divisional game. So yeah. they definitely need to get their shit together before this game. Right. For sure. So interesting. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. That'll be yeah. fun to watch for at least maybe week two. Quarter. Not, not doesn't look too disappointing either. Um, oh. I unfortunately, since I will be out of town this weekend, I don't know how much football I'm going to be able to watch at least in the moment. Um, I may be in the sky for the Cowboys game, which I'm already freaking Uh out about. Um, I'm hopeful I can get Wi-Fi on the plane. I'm already trying to like get, figure all that out. Southwest um, it's free. Hope you're flying Southwest. I am. 
Okay. They have free. We always watch the game. Just hope that it works. That's, that's that's what I mean. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's never about whether you can get Wi-Fi. It's whether the Wi-Fi fucking working or not. Yeah. Yeah. So please, all the football gods, please let my Wi-Fi work on my flight on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, we do need to get to this game. Cause I guess I didn't know this. Did you, that Eli and Peyton are like commentating on this game? No, I did not know that. Yeah. We'll have um, to get out of here so we can get started watching the Monday night football game, but um, that's it for this week. Thank you everyone for joining us. Once again, please go like subscribe, follow, check out dimers.com. Give us a five-star review, all the fun things. Today was really hard. So please go give us a follow and a like and a review. <laughs> yeah. Start giving us all these things so we can, uh, we can do this full time and we can yeah. give you actual facts. Yeah. And, and yeah, exactly. Uh, time equals research. Research equals facts. And not so many mistakes. Good God. I called Ohio state, Oklahoma state earlier. Like, come on people help me. <laughs> Whatever. Who we cares? need you. We need you help. Help us. We're poor. Help me. I'm poor. All right. Well, this has been great. This has been fun. Happy week one to everyone. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you had success. If not, you still have 16 weeks weeks to go to go. And it doesn't matter anyway, because the Cowboys are going to beat your fucking ass whenever we play you. Yeah. Um, All right. Thanks everyone for joining and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay.